Hey girl, hey! And welcome to another installment of That Real Housewives Roundup with me, Invincibly. Let's go on a journey as we discuss the latest antics of the Real Housewives we love, love, love. Today, we're discussing episode 3 of season 2 of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The latest gear up for an ice fishing expedition organized by Jen Shaw. But they weren't prepared for all of the mess that were about to ensue. You might have heard about Zen Wen, but we're in Salt Lake City now and we got to meet Zen Jen. Do stay tuned until the end as I bring you a special roundup review. Let's discuss all this and more starting now on That Real Housewives Roundup. It's a new day, it's a new week, and blessed are we to have the lovely ladies of Salt Lake City back on our screens for episode 3. Even though Jen Shaw still has not been served, we got served with a good episode filled with shock, horror, laughter and all around fuckery. What else do we expect at this point, right? This week's episode was titled Fishing for the Truth, in reference to the whole ice fishing trip that Jen Scam organized. And of course, it was the whole production. But more of that later. We get started with Miss Meredith on a FaceTime call with Seth. Nothing special or groundbreaking there, but I just have to bring attention to the fact that Seth is really stepping up this season. I mean, last season he was a whole ass jerk. We all felt some kind of way about him and boy, what a difference a year makes. So here goes Seth on FaceTime, commenting on his investment on Meredith's chest. <laughs> I'll take that, y'all. We then see a snippet of the Weather Girls, also on FaceTime, bouncing titties during Beauty Lab working hours. Heather gave Whitney the lowdown on her meeting with Jen last week at the Ice Castles. You guys... I still can't get over the beauty of that place. But listen, as soon as I get flown out for the Jane Shaw Chalet estate sale, y'all damn well best believe I'll be stopping by the ice castles. All in a day's work, speaking it into existence. Anyway, Heather explains to Whitney that Jane actually wants to make peace and wants to be at peace. Girl, I was so confused when I heard that statement. The words Jen, making peace, and being at peace, all in the same sentence. Heather, are you okay? We're talking about Jen, Shah Selfish here. No episode of Salt Lake would be complete without our girls frolicking in the snow. And this week, we got blessed with two snowy scenes. First, we see the budding friends Lisa and Jen with their friend Carrie out and about to go snow go biking. That looked like a whole lot of fun to me and as Lisa would say, I love it. Add that to my itinerary for the estate sale visit to Salt Lake City. Let me give Lisa her flowers for once. Girlfriend looked cute in that silver puffer jacket. That's it. Lisa and Jen had a powwow conversation and Jen continues to tell her about Coach Shaw being restless at home since things got shut down. He's been fixing shit and renovating shit around the house. 
Now, I have two thoughts about this mess. One, he's probably trying to keep busy to avoid your needy ass, Jen. Two, renovating and fixing what, Jen? Y'all be renting other people's homes out here. Heck, if you need something fixed, call up Mary. Let her send Big Joe over. The mess. I bet that man must have been out of that door as soon as traveling started up again. But y'all, here's the fuckery. Listen to this mess. Jane informs Lisa about the fishing in Ice for Ice Trip. And girl, this woman requested a whole damn list of personal stats from each and every one of them. It was their weight, their height, their eye color, hair color, shoe size, panty size, full birth name, social security stats. The bitch had the nerve to say she ain't about to steal identities around here. The audacity. The warning signs, people. The warning signs. I was so perturbed, but thank God the next scene started, and all I heard was church music. Yup, you guessed it. We were blessed by yet another chaotic scene. Compliments of Sister Mary Martha. Mary and her son Robert Jr. grabs lunch at the bakery. Now I'm not a foodie, but those grilled cheese sandwiches, oh, they looked yummy. At first Mary seemed chuffed that she managed to get Robert out of his bedroom and actually spending time with her at the bakery. But that did not last long. Poor Robert was dragged through Mary's mess. I could not stop gasping. She was all over the place. It started off with her explaining that the two of them have a special relationship, even though he gets on her last nerve. Then she proceeds to attempt to correct his table manners. Then she orders him to bless the food. And yes, yet again, she interrupted Robert's poor mumbling prayer. They then have a conversation about him joining the army. Another whole mess. Last week she was looking for a healthy girlfriend for him. And this week she's ordering him to join the army. Begging him to join the army. In order for him to get more energy. <laughs> Poor kid. She had the nerve to say that she wants him to jump out of a plane and hope he drowns a little. Girl had me in stitches. <laughs> But y'all, what threw me for a loop was the fact that Mary told the poor kid to wear a jummy because she don't want that thing to come home purple. I'm done. Out of nowhere. Done. Over at Jenny's house, it's Science Saturday and Jenny's daughter is doing the most for her camera time. I know a lot of people enjoy Carlin, but girl, you ain't my OG queen, Melania Judice Judice. Just saying. I love that the whole family support her in a science endeavor, and that on a Saturday too. But what I liked most was the fact that these were three obedient kids. They were learning, cleaning, and not bratty at all, like the rest of them. Kudos to you, Jenny. Jenny and Dewey decides to have alone time, and Dewey starts pressing Jenny with a kid topic again. And he is adamant about having more children. Like a dog with a bone. Dewey, put your bone to rest. Poor girl discloses that she had three C-sections and nine miscarriages. Nine! 
I just do not understand how Dewey cannot see any reason. Especially as a doctor. <sighs> Girl, this Dewey got my throat dry. Let's take a quick break. I need to top up my champagne in order to raise the glass along with Heather Day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of That Real Housewives Roundup. Join me each week as we discuss the latest antics of the housewives we love, the Roundup reviews, and my personal favorite, the Leanne Rhymes. Go on, subscribe to this podcast, and engage with me on all socials at Real Housewives Roundup. Don't be tardy for this podcast party. Now, back to the show. Okay, now we're at Heather's home. Same kitchen, same lounge, same convo with the three daughters. One was prancing on Jordans and ballet slippers. One was getting ready to get the hell out of Park City. And one wanted to go back to the Mormon church. Good on Heather for wanting to support all three equally. I mean, what more can I say? The end. Honey, now the sun is about to set over Park City. And we're at Mark's Manor, where Meredith is hosting a fashion pop-up at her house. She invited a few fabulous folk in the fashion scene, and in walks Mary Cosby with her Brad's doll makeup on. Child. Now girl, nothing special happened there, until a producer asked Mary to comment on Meredith's fashions. Listen. Are you really asking me this? Yeah, actually, I like... Mm. Um, let me see. Hold on. She doesn't have bad... I'm not saying... Oh, gosh. Come on, Mary, get it right. Um, Meredith's style is Meredith. Meredith Marks. And, um... Th th that can be in style. That's her style for me. The confusion, the fuckery, and the damn producer shade. But I'm here for it all. <laughs> we then learn about the budding friendship that's been formed between Mary and Brooks. Girl, this I did not see coming. Again, I'm here for it. Now y'all know the best of friendships are formed when two bitches hate the same dog. Mary went from being first lady fashion critic to being mediator, therapist and a voice of reason as Meredith laid out her issues with Jen Shah, OMG. And then the very mention of Jen's name upset Mary's stomach to the point where she requested a moment of silence. To put on poor Meredith's bare couch, amongst all of the rails of fashions. This has to be stopped. This grown woman in her 50s. Okay? Um, there's oh, to be silent. Because I have to poop. Hold on. Meredith Nelson, I need peace. I need quiet to, to, to fart. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Wow. 
And that's what she, her talking about her makes me do. <laughs> Brooks and I were in disbelief at what we were witnessing. Never a dull moment with that one. Moving on, we get to Jen and Stu Chains yet again scouting the location for the ice fishing expedition that Jen organized for the girls. Wild Rose Whitney shows up with a damn life jacket covering her gorgeous Burberry jacket looking like Dora the Explorer. Her words, not mine. She did the life jacket thing as a dig to Jen cause last season Jen threatened to throw her in a lake and Whitney thought this event was a perfect ploy to lure her into a lake. You can't make this shit up. Choose your battles wisely now, Whittles. You can get thrown into the ice lake by Jen or get dipped into Lisa's pond, neither being any better than the other. By now all the girls were in attendance except Mary, who riled Meredith up to attend the event instead. Then, the highlight of the episode, as these damn women were running a fool after Trout, in walks Meredith, fashionably late, as you do. Her motivation for being there was to set the record straight with Jen, who was sitting there like Zen Wen, I mean Zen Jen. Again, her words, not mine. Wait, side note, since we're referencing Potomac here, what the fuck was Jen doing with Giselle's leftover crown cap on her head? Anyway, Meredith and Jen finally find a moment to sit down together after they had to bribe Jenny away from the scene with hot chocolate. <laughs> Girl is still new to the game, shame. Then Jen and Meredith gets into it. Good on Meredith for laying all the cards out. At first I thought Jen was receiving what Meredith was saying as she sat there in zen silence. And then Jen becomes unglued. There's my word unglued. Girl was triggered when Meredith mentioned the homophobic slurs made against Brooksy, Jen's microaggressions and her attacking Meredith's family. At this point Meredith had enough and when Jen engaged Meredith disengaged and stormed off. Bitch, all of a sudden it's a hot mess on ice. I was holding my breath for that ice not to crack. Somewhere in there Jenny inserted herself in the fuckery. Then Lisa got in there while Meredith's glasses flew out of there. Whew! Too merch! Now I can't wait for the aftermath to play out in the next episode. And from what we can see from previews is that we can't hold our breath for that friendship to be fixed anytime soon. Three episodes in and we have enough contact for a one part reunion. Speaking of reunion, I have a treat for you. Let's go off topic for a minute and do our first roundup review. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the real housewives of Beverly Hills, season 11 concluded and the trailer for that massive four-part reunion just dropped. Did you see it? Brava bravo for that excellent opening scene between Lips Runner and Erica Girardi Jane Shahoy. Sipping champagne 
and narrating the myth in all grandeur, honey. Those Beverly Hills producers know when to put Rina to work. The setup reminded me of the last scene last season between Rina and Denise. And Rina does it good. No, great. Lover or hater, give that woman a raise. Girl, I was taken aback by the fashions though. A whole mixed bag going on there. But the content made up for it. We had screaming matches with Garcelle. We had long-winded Dorit. We even had Kathy showing up with receipts. LOL! Yes, these girls showed up to give us a season of note. And they came through to close it all with a bang. Kudos to Andy for stepping up too and giving us what we want. And we always want more. I wanted to award this reunion trailer with four diamonds, but heck, that damn Erica showed up and showed out. Give them five diamonds. Erica, you earned that extra one and it was well deserved. With that said, let's close things off with a Lee and Rhymes. Hit it! Perfection is attainable, or so they say. Just look at these friendships, sad as Lana Del Rey. We went fishing for the truth in the ice lakes today. Not for Lisa's Del Taco or her other takeaway. Mary don't come for me, even if you need to put. But that houndstooth hat girl, it deserves the boot. Fighting full makeup, you'll always win. Just look at Meredith and Jen at it again. Bye, bitch.